Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe, episode 46. It's time to reverse the imbalances in your life as you take the first step on your own journey towards personal change. Welcome to Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe, educating, empowering, and inspiring individuals to live healthier. Now here are your hosts and your guides to natural living, Jamal and Kim. Hi, Kim and Jamal here, and welcome to another episode of Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe Podcast. This is episode number 46, and I am Kim, and I'm joined with Jamal. Greetings, everyone. And uh, Peace and blessings. Yes, and like I said, this is episode number 46, and the title of this episode is Holistic Health Beyond Nutrition. And um, as I mentioned, this is episode number 46, and over the past couple of weeks, we have shared um, some great information, hopefully you agree, some great information to help inspire, educate, and empower you to live healthier. Um, but one of the things that we have seen um, over our 10 years of, of being in the industry is that uh, when most people want to live a healthier lifestyle, want to improve their health, they first start with their nutrition, the things that they consume, and that is definitely a great place to start. But as you continue on your journey, you'll learn that there's layers to this. You know, you start with your food and then you get to another layer that you're peeling back and being exposed to. And we want to dive into that next layer of your health journey of going past nutrition and looking at another area of health. And that is what are you putting on your body? You know, your skin is an eliminative organ. It protects us and it has thousands and thousands of pores. So things that you put on your body on a continuous basis, day in and day out, you need to start paying attention to it because that could also have a detrimental effect on your health as well. Yeah, it goes back to the education process in mm-hmm. our country. We, all, we always talk about how poor the health education is and uh, it doesn't stop with nutrition it, it uh, extends out to what we're using, us being more responsible in what we're using for our bodies, because we're really not taught that these things can have an impact on our overall health. But as we go on this holistic journey, we have to look at the whole. We just can't look at what goes into our mouth. Mm-hmm. We have to look at what goes on our body. And this is going to be a uh, a challenging show for a lot of people uh, because it's going to push you to look a little bit deeper at, you know, what you're using on your body. And um, as you begin to make shifts within your life, this is something that just can't go unlooked. It, it really can't. And uh, A lot of times you begin to look at a lot of the things that you're using and you realize they're really not healthy Mm -hmm. or they're really not as natural as you thought that they were. Right. Um, And that that causes you to have to make a shift because there are some unnatural things out there that are good. They Mm -hmm. work. They work well. Uh, when we're talking about chemicals and we're talking about, you know, things like pharmaceutical drugs, it's not that they're uh, They don't work. Uh, A lot of times they do work. It's just that the side effects that come along with them working is really in the long run, long term wise, is really not worth us using them. So this show is going to it's going to push you a bit. It's going to push you to uh, look past uh, certain things that uh, 
you know, you've been been limited to. And also, you know, it exposes like emotional attachments we have to products. Yeah. Um, Because certain products we grew up with, our parents used them and it kind of got passed down to us, lotions and toothpaste and all kind of things that um, you've been using all your life. And for someone to, you know, for it to be exposed that, you know, I'm using something toxic, you know, it's, it, it takes a certain mind shift to kind of move through that and, and to try new things. Yeah. So it, it kind of brings us to a topic, the skin. Like Kim said, your skin is an organ of elimination. It's actually your largest organ of, of elimination. So with that being said, you know, it's a very important part of your body. So let's talk about some of uh, some properties and benefits uh, of your skin. First of all, it put, it's it's a layer of protection, mm-hmm. you know, protects vital organs and, and systems of your body. So, right. you know, it's it's a serious line of of defense. So we need our skin for uh, for protection. It holds us together. It holds us together. <laughs> That's important. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it helps to regulate our, our temperature. Our skin does. And uh, it does this through insulation as well as sweat. You know, we, we release sweat to control our temperature. We also, during the sweating process, we release toxins mm-hmm. from our bodies. It's a way that our bodies can detoxify. We spoke about, um, you know, sweating during our detoxification series and, and how your body can eliminate. It, it's also a line of defense uh, from different viruses and, and bacteria and things of that nature. It keeps them from getting inside. And uh, we have bacteria that uh, is on our skin that protects us, that fights these things. So that is very important. It seals in moisture and mm-hmm. it, it helps us to, uh, you know, keep that, that delicate balance of uh, moisture inside of the body. Uh, it also helps to uh, produce vitamin D. You know, our body manufactures vitamin D from the sun. So uh, it gets uh, sti- it, the sun stimulates the skin. It absorbs the vitamin D and uh, it helps us. And it's also sensory. It sends uh, signals back and forth uh, from the nervous system and it, it allows us to be aware of what's going on. And that's just, uh, you know, some of the many benefits of the skin. Uh, and like Kim said earlier, it's porous. Mm-hmm. So the way that we can excrete things, we can also absorb things. Right. And and honestly, um, the skin uh, really is, is better at absorbing um, things than internally, because at least when you absorb something internally, your body can compartmentalize certain things. We have certain enzymes and acids and things that can protect you and break things down and push things out of the system. A lot of times when, when there's uh, foreign things that uh, enter into uh, our system internally, we have uh, certain mechanisms to fight those things. Uh, your body responds in certain ways to push these things out of the body so there's less damage. Uh, but when we're putting them on our skin and uh, things are being absorbed right into our into our skin, uh, we don't have the same level of, of protection. Right. Uh, we can't break these things down and eliminate these things the same way. So what happens is we get this accumulation of toxicity 
And uh, if you've been listening to our shows, we talk about toxicity and how overall toxicity begins to throw your health out of balance and it begins to lead towards sickness, disease, and you not feeling your best. Mm -hmm. So we're going to dive into uh, a lot of you know, just the, the common things that we use and why we could be further polluting ourselves. Yeah, definitely. Kim, what what uh, what was your journey when it came to uh, just that transition from using the traditional uh, body and bath uh, products that uh, that we typically use? What was your journey um, to transitioning to things that are more natural? I think it, w- it's, it was like an evolution. So, so like I mentioned, uh, my health journey, of course, started with uh, my diet, um, because when you start to shift the things that you consume um, on a consistent basis, it's almost, you know, you can feel the results. It's something tangible um, that you experience. But for me, as I continue to start feeling better and learning about my body and my health and how I could, uh, I was inspired to learn, like, how, what else can I do, like, to keep up this high? Like, what else can I do to stop um, being a hindrance to my health and, and to help improve? It. So just through reading and research and, you know, hearing lectures and just learning, you start to learn about, as Jamal mentioned, um, our skin and how the things that we put on our skin on a consistent basis, these things contribute to our health as well. So, you know, you just start learning about how to read labels and what things to look after, um, understanding that sweating is not a bad thing, like our bodies are meant to sweat and just kind of having that mind shift of a Appreciating that our bodies are always working to help us and we need to get out of its way. So um, just learning how to read labels more, looking online like today, you know, you have all these various outlets that you can buy natural products and more readily available. But, you know, back, you know, 13 years ago or whatever, you know, it wasn't so easy to find these things and I had to look online and you had to go to certain um, vendors or, and things like that. But I was just so motivated that that did not deter me. Yeah, and it's really when you start to to get into uh, natural products and uh, things that we use on a regular basis, it's really an extension. How how you go about it is really an extension of how you go about eating. Uh, one of the things that we try to get our clients at our holistic center and our listeners is to become more label conscious. Mm-hmm. It's very important that you read your labels so that you understand what you're putting in your body and the harmful effects. So a lot of times we tell people, if you can't understand half of the things on the ingredients list, you don't even know what they are. Why are you consuming them? Uh, because you don't know the damage that it can have to your body. And it kind of goes the same way uh, with the products that you're using. There's so many different chemicals mm-hmm. that they use in a lot of these products that we put on our skin because we don't read the ingredients list. Uh, we look at the label. We may look at the front label and it'll tell you, uh, you know, mango, uh, mango shea butter or, you know, aloe lotion or whatever the case may be. And we look at that, we see the aloe, we see the mango, and we automatically think that it's natural. Right. It goes back to the marketing because you, you get so swayed by the images and the commercials and it just makes you uh, move with emotion as in, in, instead of being more objective. Right. Mm-hmm. And they, they did a study um, back in uh, a six month study back in 2004. 
on uh, personal care products, and it says more than 10,000 body care product ingredients were evaluated involving 2,300 participants. One of the findings was the average adult uses nine personal care products each day containing 126 different chemicals. The study also found that more than 250,000 women and one out of every 100 men use an average of 15 products daily. Mm. Now, now think about like how much uh, chemicals it was saying containing uh, 126 different chemicals. These are things made in the laboratory. And the question is, what what's the, the safety when we begin to look at the different uh, chemicals? How safe are they? You have to begin to to ask that question, because what you'll find is that there are chemicals that are safe in small dosages. Right. But when you start to have large amounts of these different chemicals, they actually become toxic. Mm -hmm. Uh, They become very poisonous. So a lot of these small chemicals that they generally regard as safe, you know, they'll feed them to animals in large uh, proportions just to see the effects. And it's not right to, uh, you know, test animals in this way, but this is what they do. And uh, many times it kills the animal or causes the, the animal some type of sickness or, or disease when they expose the chemicals in these massive amounts. So they say in small portions that um, it's not that they're safe and it's not going to have a negative impact on you. But let's just go back to uh, what the study was saying. It was saying that, uh, you know, a lot of people, most people use between nine and 15 different products on a daily basis. Mm. And when you begin to look at a lot of the different products on the market, uh, you're going to begin to see the same chemicals. Right. You're going to see the same chemicals in your deodorant. You're going to see the same chemicals in your lotion, the same chemicals in uh, you know, your hair moisturizer, in your soap, in your shampoos. So you start to see these same chemicals. So what started out as a small amount very quickly begins to turn in into a large amount that is actually toxic. You know, it's like um, a great analogy or I'm a visual person. So a great way to really picture the severity of what you just mentioned is, you know, if you tell someone to drop a speckle of rat poisoning on your hand and just eat it every day, like just a little bit each and every day, not enough that if you ate it, that it would hurt you that minute. But if you continuously each and every day put a drop of rat poisoning and you lick your hand, That's kind of like a visualization of what you do with your products. Like if you continue to um, use toxic products each and every day, like over your lifetime, it may not affect you right this present moment, but over the years, 10, 20, 30 years, um, just think about the possible effects that it can that can occur within your body. Yeah, we don't realize um, how our body stores these toxins when we absorb them and we don't understand uh, the long-term effects. Uh, in this, the same study, 
that I was reading, it was talking about uh, cosmetics and it was just talking about makeup. It wasn't even talking about the other chemicals that we use, but it was just talking about the chemicals absorbed from makeup. And what it was saying is that in one year, you could absorb five pounds worth of chemicals through the skin just from cosmetics alone. Wow. That's serious. So if you can absorb that just from uh, cosmetics alone, what about, you know, uh, what you're washing your hands with and what you're putting under your, your arms and what you're putting on your scalp every day? Or like the how you wash your clothes. Right. Think, mm-hmm. So the, these, uh, these small things that we do that uh, start out um, as harmless uh, begin to turn very toxic and, and we're not really looking at it from that perspective. I don't think the industry is really looking at it from uh, from that perspective because when people create a product, they're making sure that they're falling within certain regulations so things could be safe for their, cons- their consumers and customers, but they're not looking at the accumulated damage uh, that this could possibly have. Mm-hmm. Uh, the environmental Environmental Working Group estimates that one out of five cosmetic uh, products might be contaminated with cancer-causing agents. Mm. Uh, so uh, this is a serious thing because we know that um, cancer is is on the rise. Mm-hmm. You know, um, all uh, different types of cancers, and we have this way of addressing cancer and other diseases and sicknesses in our society and that is we we treat the disease itself but we never treat the conditions that uh could have caused the disease in the first place mm-hmm. we never treat the the environment so if a person has breast cancer you know they may remove the the lump they may even remove the breast but they never look at the conditions that may have caused it in the first place they never you know take a woman off of anti-perspirant deodorant. Mm -hmm. Uh, We don't look at these things. So it's important for you to begin to to look at this process and and the type of effect that it could have on your body long term. Yeah, and I think it, it just goes to, you know, taking responsibility for your health and doing your due diligence, listening to shows like our show and just really educating yourself the first thing I want to say is, I mean, someone may be listening to this and getting completely overwhelmed. Um, and we're going to give you some tips and pointers so you can just start the process of um, looking at the products that you currently use and maybe um, starting to shift and change to use things that are, are more um, friendly um, and more safer and healthier for you to use. But just understand that it's a process, just like with the foods that you consume, slowly taking certain things out of your diet and finding things to replace it. The same thing starts with these products. I mean, Jamal and I have been in the industry for over 13 years. It started with our own journey, um, but it didn't happen overnight. So just always remember that it's it's one step at a time. But the first step is an awareness and consciousness and taking a responsibility to start to implement these things that you learn into your life. Yeah, that's a good point. The the word the word it's unfortunate. I mean, some people are hardcore 
Some people are going to say, you know what, I'm done with all of it. And they're going to let everything go at one time. And they're just going to try to do everything right from the beginning. But that's not what the average person is going to do. The average Mm -hmm. person is going to feel very confused because it can be. It can be confusing when you start looking at product after product that you have and it has all of this crazy stuff in it. Yeah. Because it's, it's like a whole other world out there uh, when you really start to dig deep from, you know, what you use to wash your clothes, to wash your hands, to wash your hair, to wash your body, to wash your dishes. You know what I mean? You just to clean start, your home. Yeah, to clean your home. You just start seeing all of these toxic chemicals that you put on your body. You know, a lot of times when we when we clean certain things, we put gloves on uh, to protect ourselves from those chemicals. But then you look in like your shampoo or you look in your body wash and you start to see those same chemicals in there and you 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 put gloves on to wash the floor but then you take those same things just because it has a fragrance and they call it something else and you put it on your body right but we don't we don't look at labels so we don't realize that we're doing this which is why this show is important to begin to bring these things to your attention mm-hmm. so as we transition into things that you can begin to do right now to make that shift just understand that it's not something that's going to happen overnight it can be overwhelming but just take baby steps and i will recommend to maybe change things you know one bottle or one uh you know topic at a time maybe start with your hand soap like that's really easy you right. know when you run out of hand soap you you buy something a little bit more natural then then when you run out of toothpaste, you, you replace that as opposed to just kind of throwing everything out at one time. Mm-hmm. Just take your time. And that's a journey. One of the things that uh, Kim and I found when we started to make this journey and start to make the switch is that, unfortunately, a lot of the natural things didn't work as good as the chemical stuff right. out there. Yes. So it took, <laughs> yeah, it took time for us to find the things that we liked and, and how they work. And also body chemistry is an important part, too. As you get healthy and you change your body chemistry, the natural things begin to work better. Right. So that's an important piece, too. So you just have to be patient. Just be patient and just just stay steady and focused and just begin to slowly make changes, little small changes. And over time, you look back over the course of the years and you've made a lot of major changes overall. Right. It's definitely one step at a time. And also just remember, you know, what we mentioned in previous episodes about the importance of detoxification. Um, that will help to counterbalance maybe things that you have done in the past and that you're currently doing until you could eventually, I mean, you always need to detox, but as you continue to detox and change your products, your detoxes will be less and less severe or intense because your internal environment is more balanced. Right. Absolutely. So let's jump into uh, some things that uh, people can begin to do uh, so that they can make this transition and really understand what, what it is that they're doing and uh, how to get off of these uh, unnatural products. Okay. Yeah, I, I think the first thing to understand is that the front label of any product, it doesn't matter if it's natural, it doesn't matter if it's an unnatural product, the front, the front label is really just a reference point and it's marketing. 
That's what you just need to know. It's marketing. So you can't really believe what you see. The only thing that the, the label lets you know is, okay, this is worth my time to look a little bit deeper. Correct. Yeah, that's the only thing. You look at something, it says organic and all natural. It's like, okay, this has my attention. Let me pick it up. Let me look at the ingredients. Let me look at the value of this to, to see if it's worthy or not. You cannot make a decision on anything, on any product based on what you see on the front label. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, just being in business, the front label is your opportunity to wow a person and to get a person to make an impulse decision. Right. That's what it's designed for. That's what most people do. They see something, you know, you want to go all natural. Uh, you, you heard Jamal and Kim say you need to have more natural products. You look, you, you look at, at the shelf, you see a product right on the front label. It says all natural aloe lotion. And right, then you it's say, a picture of the trees yeah, and the naturalness. Right. And, and they <laughs> show the aloe and it's green and it, and it smells good. And you're like, okay, this is what they're talking about. And then you grab it. Mm-hmm. And then you, um, later on you, you're using it and you're saying, yeah, I have this natural lotion and, you begin to look at the ingredients and you see that it's all chemicals, mm-hmm. a laundry list of chemicals. And then you realize that it's not natural. So uh, the first thing is you always want to look at the ingredients of uh, the products that you're using and less is best. Just like with your food, you don't want to pick up a package and it has a laundry list, a very long list of uh, chemicals for you to eat, same thing. You don't want a whole long list of, of chemicals for your food. Mm-hmm. So less is best. You want to go for, for less ingredients. And uh, there are some very specific chemicals that you want to begin to look for. There are a lot of chemicals out there. We're not going to get through all of them, uh, but we want to talk about some major ones. And uh, one is... Uh, Sodium lauryl sulfate, mm-hmm. which uh, they use as a, um, a, a agent, a cleansing agent to cleanse things and to, to break up uh, grease and debris and things of that nature. That has been linked to a lot of uh, toxicity uh, that it creates in the body and it can be linked uh, to cancer or maybe linked to cancer, I would say. So you want to try to stay away from uh, sodium lauryl sulfate. You'll see it show up as um, sodium laureth sulfate or um, ammonium laurel sulfate. There's a lot of different names that it'll show up as that you want to uh, try to avoid. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me just pull up a list here and just give you some other names. Um, sodium, the docile sulfate, sulfuric acid, mono, the docile ester, sodium salts, uh, sodium salt, sulfuric acid, and uh, mono, the disile ester sodium salt sulfuric acid. I know it's a lot of weird sounding names, but when you start seeing sodium, you want to start just paying a, a little bit more attention to that because it's toxic to the body. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, one chemical or ingredient um, that you should try to avoid is parabens. And a paraben is spelled P-A-R-A-B-E-N-S, parabens. And they're chemicals with estrogen-like properties. And estrogen is one of the hormones involved in the development of breast cancer. You know, according to the journal Toxicology Study, um, new research has been detecting the presence of paraben esters are in 99% of breast cancer tissue samples. So that is a huge 
uh, finding, and that is a chemical for us ladies, especially, we do not want to be um, exposing our body to um, on a daily basis. And the study, they examined 40 women who were being treated for primary breast cancer. In 60% of the cases, five of the different esters were present. So parabens are being linked to breast cancer. So ladies, we do not want to be using that, especially in our deodorants and things that we're putting on our body. Um, and parabens can also be labeled as methylparaben, propylparaben, isobutylparaben, ethylparaben, butylparaben, and E216. And I'm going to list these on the show notes pages as well. Yes, and also uh, titanium dioxide that's mm. often used to uh, whiten a whitening agent to uh, bleach a lot of things, but that has been uh, linked to possibly uh, harm the brain as well as has uh, some links to cancer as well. Wow. Yeah. And uh, so those are the main chemicals that we feel that if you just begin to avoid those, you're making a huge uh, shift and just start really looking at um, the labels on everything that you're using. And uh, this is such a broad topic. This is really just the beginning. It's like an intro for you just to begin to understand the importance of it. And uh, we'll probably just take one thing at a time. We might just do a show on shampoos and maybe we can get someone on here from a natural uh, shampoo company and we could just dive into, you know, just shampoos and we can get someone on here for hand soaps and we could just really begin this to open up this topic so people can start making better choices for themselves. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And um just to remind everyone, some of this information, I know if you're listening to it, if you're driving, it's hard to jot this stuff down. So we're going to list those three chemicals that we um, touched on in the show notes page. So just go to jkhealthtribe.com forward slash 46 and you can access the show notes page for this episode. So um, we hope this is helpful for you. Implement this information into your life. Look at your products and start to begin the shift of eliminating those things and uh, incorporating more healthier things um, into your diet. Okay. Or not yes. to your diet, into your lifestyle. Right. <laughs> okay. So until your, next your, time, your skin diet. Yeah. Your skin diet. Right. <laughs> okay. So until, until next time, live healthier, stay healthy, everyone. Peace and blessings. We hope you enjoyed your time with Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe. To keep you on your path towards a happy, healthier lifestyle, we encourage you to visit jkhealthtribe.com for content to help you find your health balance. Thanks again, and we look forward to educating, empowering, and inspiring you to live healthier.